everybody. How are you this morning? Is anybody good out there? Woo, okay. We are glad to have you here today. Would you stand with us, please? We are so excited to be just worshiping the Lord with our family today here at the church. We want to just invite you to lift your voices, clap your hands, just enjoy the music that God's given us because today is the day that He's given us.
just say, God is good. Can you do that this morning? We are glad to have you here.
God, your name is worthy. Your name is holy. Your name is great. As we sing to you this morning, Lord God, thank you for being here in this room with us, here in our hearts to guide us and to lead us, to allow us to even say your name from our lips, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the time that you allow us to just be still and just focus on who you are and what you want to do in our lives, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to know that we are the clay and you are the potter. You are the one that is molding us as you want us to be, if we just freely allow you to do that. Again, Lord, thank you for being worthy. Worthy is the Lord God Almighty. Amen. You can be seated, please. Amen. Thanks, worship team. Can we give them a hand leading us in music every weekend? I love it. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. It's good to be with you. Good to be with you online. Listen, if we have any guests here in the house, I want to encourage you to do this. Uh, Right in front of you is a a blue Connect card. I want to encourage you to fill it out with as much information as you feel comfortable. And then bring it to the Welcome Center because we have something to give you by just saying thanks. Uh, We have a gift for you by just saying thanks for being our guest. Uh, If this is your first time or second time, maybe you haven't checked in with the Welcome Center. But do that because they're they're really great people and they want to help. They want to know you, know your story, and how to get you connected here. Uh, So please do that. And listen, church, if there's anything that we can connect with you about, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, a prayer request, you know, listen, it's, it's the power of prayer. I want to, we're going to keep continuing to grow in the power of prayer here at Crossroads. And one of the ways is asking for prayer. You know, we had somebody that asked for prayer three weeks in a row, and this was, this was how it went. They said, Hey, they just put their first and last name in the prayer request. And then by the second week, they sent another card in a connect card and said, Hey, I wanted to give you an update. And then, and then by the third one, it said, hey, I want to let you know that God answered all these prayers. So can we thank God for answered prayers? Because he does. So I just want to encourage you, if there's anything we can connect with you about, please fill out that connect card, bring it to the Welcome Center, uh, or drop it in the offering boxes, and we will follow up with you and just get connected with you. And, and listen, if you're like, hey, I have a question about the church or a question about something coming up, use that as a way to, to reach out, and we'll, we will do that. Um, I want to let you know about our car cruise coming up on May 31st. It's starting up from 5 to 9 here in the parking lot. There's uh, really good food, and there's some pretty fantastic cars, and the people here are just, it's a great community. So uh, even if you don't have a great classic car to bring up, um, just come on up and hang out. It's a great it's a great time to build community and just just hang out. Listen, it's, it's a great time. And then our VBS, uh, our mega sports camp is going to be July 11th through the 15th. Mark your calendars. There's more information in your bulletin about that. Uh, but the theme is legendary. And so how can we be legendary in our faith? And uh, you can check out the lobby table and more information on how to sign up and what and what's all involved. But mark your calendars July 11th through the 15th for our mega sports camp. Lupe, can I do it one more time? <laughs> I want to bring up Lupe. Can we welcome Lupe? So I'm going to pick on Lupe for a little bit. If you guys look in your bulletins, there's a little uh, strip of paper that's talking about what Lupe's doing this summer. So Lupe is going to be with a a group called, an organization called uh, Teen Missions, and she's going to be going to Honduras. And if you see on there, I know, right? And she's going to be going June 11th through July 29th. And uh, your summer, that's a big part of your summer, right? Yeah. Uh, but she's going to be serving the Lord, and I remember um, Sunday night uh, during one of the high school uh, meetings, and she was like, I'm going to Honduras, and, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and, and, and like, do you need to raise money? She's like, yeah, it's like a little bit. 
you know, just like real humble, just like her dad and her mom. But I just want to encourage you, um, Lupe, uh, to to the to be fully funded to go on this trip. She still is looking for about a thousand dollars. So if you'd like to support Lupe in her mission trip this summer to Honduras, you can um, put that on the giving envelope in front of you. Just write Lupe, L-U-P-E. And uh, or Honduras, and uh, we will make sure that money gets to her. But Lupe, we are praying for you, and we're just so proud of you. And uh, God's going to do a mighty work. And well, maybe we'll get an update when you get back, right? <laughs> awesome. Can we thank God for Lupe? <laughs> um, also, at this time, I'd like to invite our graduates on stage. So, graduates, if you'd make your way on stage, we'd like to celebrate you. And for some of you, we're celebrating you the second time, and you're and you're like, you know, do I have to say anything, Luke? And I said, no, you do not. So, no, I will not make you say anything. Uh, but can we thank God for our graduates? Yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Come on up, guys. All right. So, here, listen, we have a few that were unable to make it and some that are away. But what we want to do is we just want to honor these graduates. We want to just talk about, you know, what, what where they're coming from and where they're going to and their plans. But, uh isn't it cool to have a full stage of graduates? I love this. Um, yeah, you can clap. We can clap. It's good. So Ella Anton, uh, coming from Thomas Jefferson High School and heading off to Northern Michigan University to do medicinal plant chemistry. So congratulations, Ella. Good job. And then Jessica Meyer, coming from Ringgold High School, heading off to CCAC this fall with the plans to attend uh, Geneva uh, college and uh, speech therapy is in your future. So congratulations, Jessica. And then Jacob Myers coming from Ringgold as well and uh, pursuing a degree in computer engineering at Penn State. So congratulations, Jacob. Faith Overall is coming from PA uh, Virtual Charter School. She's having a gap year. And then Faith is planning to go to YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission, Canada, Australia. So congratulations, Faith. And then Reagan Allen's uh, graduating from uh, Ringgold High School, and she's off to Liberty University to, I wonder what she's going to do. You know, she's going to be pursuing uh, a musical degree with a focus in harp, and so Reagan is heading down to Liberty. Congratulations, Reagan. And then Liam Rogers is uh, graduating from Peters Township. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Um, and he's uh, heading off to Robert Morris University, undecided. But you're going to figure out something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, right? <laughs> I love it. So congratulations, Liam. And then Shelby Yonish is graduating from Bethel Park High School, and she's off to uh, Marshall University in the fall to, pres- to pursue a degree in electrical engineering and a minor in German. So congratulations. And then uh, Elijah Eddy is graduating from Charleroi High School, and he's going to be entering into the Army this fall. Uh, and then he has plans to uh, pursue an engineering field uh, after he gets out of the Army. But uh, congratulations, Elijah Eddy. And then Andrew Knowles graduating from Ringgold High School and off to Kent State to pursue aviation a degree to become a pilot. Congratulations, Andrew. I will withhold the dad jokes. Uh, Lauren Ewing is graduating from Bethel Park High School, and Lauren plans to attend the South Hills Beauty Academy in the fall. And uh, congratulations, Lauren. Fantastic. It's wonderful. 
And then Evan Shire is graduating from Cannon Mac High School. He's off to Cal this fall to pursue a degree in, in uh, computer engineering. Congratulations, Evan. And then Michaela Kuzawinski uh, is graduating from homeschool. She's taking a year off to work full time. She's a hard worker and then uh, just continuing to figure out what, where the Lord is leading her. Uh, so congratulations, Michaela. And then Angelina Wilson is graduating from Thomas Jefferson High School, and she's uh, still considering college to go to, but I know Dad's kind of nudging her in the business direction. Uh, but congratulations, Angela Wilson. And then I also want to highlight uh, Jake Wisner. He uh, f- finished his master's degree um, from, uh, let's see here. He graduated from, um, oh my word, I'm totally losing this. He got uh, So he graduated from Gannon, and he just uh, finished his fellowship at uh, UPMC Hammett. And uh, Jake just uh, accepted a job as an anesthesiologist at St. Clair Hospital. So congratulations, Jake. Year 2022 graduates. Congratulations, guys. Well done. At this time, I'd like to ask uh, one of our deacons, Dan McNeese, to come on up, and he's going to pray over our graduates, but please, when you see them, church, please encourage them, and as you see them, as their time continues on, uh, just say, ask them for updates, encourage them, just let them know you're praying for them, um, but listen, guys, we're your church, please let us know how we can support you and continue, we will continue to pray for you, but we're so proud of you guys, Dan. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thanks for all the graduates, the ones on the stage today, and the ones that um, aren't on the stage. God, I just pray that, uh, that you would be with them uh, for the next step of their, their journey in life, God. Um, I pray that they would make you uh, center of their life, God. Uh, there's so many um, good and important things to do, uh, but they're, they're really not worth anything unless you're at the center. Um, I pray that they would um, just, just continue to, uh, to rely on you and to spend time with you. Thank you so much, God, for your love for us and for creating us and desiring to have a relationship with us. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. As the graduates find their seats, can you just, uh, we just thank God for them one more time. Nice. Congratulations, guys.
uh, no better picture of transformation than to watch a child become an adult, is there? You know, like all those graduates, man. Thank that. Let's thank God again for all those kids, man. They're, 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 these are adults. They, uh, they've gone from being a child. You know, that I saw some of these moms come in this morning. They have the, the little baby in the, in the car carrier, right? And they got the little bow on the hair. And then all of a sudden, this is your bows, right? This is what happens. They, they, they like transform. They become, and it takes a long time, doesn't it? It takes forever to become an adult. I'm still trying to become one, you know? It's like it takes forever for them to grow up. And then all of a sudden, the bird starts to fly. And this transformation process happens, and it's, it's a powerful thing that God does. And so as we look at that, we thank God for all of our, all of our young people in the church. Uh, what, a, what a powerful thing that we have in our church is young people. God has blessed us with young people. We have children everywhere. There's teenagers everywhere. I thank God, man. I look up here, and I see our young people playing in the band. I see them uh, serving all over the church. I see young people, and that's, the, that's part of our mission of this church is the is to hand this thing off to the next generation. Amen? Like uh, somebody came and, and got a hold of me when I was a kid, and, uh, and that's what we're still doing. We're helping the next, next generation take it. And uh, it's going to look different. It's going to sound different. It's going to be different. But it's going to be focused on Jesus for the next generation to come. And uh, as we look at transformation, I want to I take you to another picture of transformation this morning in the Scripture. We've been going through this uh, series on being transformed. Uh, before we jump into that Scripture, uh, just the other day I was out in the community and I ran into a guy that I had met about a year ago. And this individual had gone through a lot in his life and uh, he actually had lost his wife and had gone through a whole lot of problems and just a lot of pain as you go through that loss. And so uh, he, he yelled over to me and he said, hey, how are you doing today? I said, well, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? He said, well, I'm doing pretty terrible. He said, things are lonely. Things are hard. This is, uh, this is really tough. So I went over and I sat down at his table where he was having breakfast. And I said, hey, uh, what's going on? How can I help you? And he said, he said, you know what? This has been the roughest year in my life. He said, but I know that God's been with me. And I about fell out of my chair. I said, wow, he, he's got it. Like something's happening inside. He is starting to transform. Like God is transforming him, and, he, and he's, he's growing in God. God has stepped into his life. And, but he was honest. He said, look, I, I'm, I see God. God's with me, and I know that God's with me, and I'm, I'm trying to keep that at the forefront, that God is with me. He said, but it sure is nice every now and then to have somebody sit and talk to. And he was just being so honest. He's being so open. But what he revealed to me was a process of transformation. His heart, his soul, his mind was going through the process of transformation that only God can give you. Now, he was raw and honest. And I, I love that. I'd rather be raw and honest than to fake it, right? He was just being so honest and open. Hey, I'm in pain. But he said this. He told me, he said, without God, I'm nothing. Without God, I'm totally hopeless. Without God, where would I be? And so this morning as we look into the scripture here, I want to just share with you Jeremiah chapter 18 beginning in verse 1, uh, another picture of transformation. I love it. God uses visuals. It's amazing the visuals that God uses. As you go through the Bible, you'll see he says it's like this. You know, Jesus taught with parables. Well, here's in the Old Testament. He's working with the prophet Jeremiah and he says that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, verse 2, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will announce my word to you. 
So he's going you know, they would make, the, this was their craft. They would take the clay, they would put the clay on, they would spin the clay, and, uh, and then once they made, made it to where they want, they would put it into the fire, and they would, uh, they, would, they would cure it in the fire. And so he says, arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will talk to you. There I'm going to show you what I want you to know. Then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was. The potter was making something on the wheel. So he's got his clay on the wheel, and he's spinning the wheel, and the wheel's spinning, and he's making it. Uh, in just a few moments, I'm going to be calling my friends up from Ecuador. They, they, they make a lot of these in, uh, in Ecuador. When you go down to Ecuador, you can buy these small clay crafts, these little clay pots everywhere, right? You go into the Quechua Indians, and they sell them. They have them all, all the, these little these homemade crafts. And so this is what was happening. The potter, he's got his hand on there, and uh, he's spinning the wheel, but he's making something on the wheel. But the vessel, the clay that he was making, the vessel of clay that he was making, spoiled in the hand of the potter. So here's the potter. The potter's spinning the wheel. The potter is working it. But yet, even in that potter's hand, the clay doesn't cooperate sometimes. Sometimes the clay has some impurities. Sometimes the clay just needs to be reshaped and remolded. He says, but the vessel that he was making of clay was spoiled in the hand of the potter, so he remade it into another vessel, and it pleased the potter to make it. Uh, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Can I not, O house of Israel? Now, remember, he's dealing with Israel at this point. He says, Can I not deal with you as this potter does? He uses this visual object. He says, can I not, as the potter, as the clay fell apart in the potter's hand, can I not do with you as I did, as the potter did? He says, behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. And I want you to catch the picture because today the picture for us is, uh, is a picture of the potter and the clay. When the potter, is, and the, you know, when the, the potter, the man who is making the vessel has the clay. He puts that you put the two together, and you're going to get a vessel. The clay doesn't develop on its own. You can't just put the clay out there and hope that you'll have something formed. You can't just put the potter down there. The potter has to have clay to work with. And so, as we see this process of transformation, look at the picture. God uses this illustration. He's dealing with Israel. Israel was going to have to go through the hand of God, reshaping. And the same is true in our life. We've got to go through the hand of God. It's going to constantly reshaping. And here's the caveat. The potter uses his own hands. Check that out. The potter uses his own hands. And, and as he uses his own hand, he takes it and he shapes it. Look at this picture of somebody trying to shape something with their hand out of clay. And just imagine this, that this potter's down there and he's spinning the wheel. And the wheel keeps spinning. You know, I, I, watch, I was watching on, uh, on YouTube, right? You can find everything on YouTube, right? Watching on YouTube, they slap down the, 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 uh, the clay right there in the middle. And the clay, and man, as it just starts to spin, it looks like a glob. And then all of a sudden it turns into this beautiful shape. But every now and then as they're making the shape, the potter's got to say, ah, we're going to start over. And here's the beauty of this picture. God doesn't throw the clay away. There may be an impurity. There may be an imperfection. There may be something that God has got to, got to say, well, you know what? I'm going to start this again. I'm going to reshape. You don't know what I'm about to do. And so he takes it and he starts all over. 
but he never throws the clay away. Do you see the beauty of the hand of God? You can trust him because he is not going to throw your life away. God uses his hand to transform you. Say that with me. God uses his hand to transform us. And there's the beauty of it. God says, I'm still working, and you don't know what it's going to look like at the end, but he is the one who's shaping and molding you. And so you look at all these different things that are coming into life, and you see his hand. But when you get to this point, it requires trust. You you see, when you start to understand what God is doing, you understand that he's in charge, that he is making something that you don't understand, this is where trust comes in. And so this morning I've asked our friends from Ecuador, seeing as they know all about pottery down there, right? Uh, Daniel and Anita and Priscilla. Would you welcome Daniel and Anita and Priscilla onto the stage? We can help bring the chairs over, right? Come on over. They'll bring the chairs to you. All right. I guess we'll get their own chairs. All right. So uh, we, uh, I'm thankful for these folks here. Not only do they understand pottery, but they understand a whole lot more than that. They understood how to, uh, how to trust and how to grow in the area of trust and how to trust the Lord. So I've asked Daniel this morning. He's, he's, he was in uh, just to, I don't need one. I'm, I'm going to sit down and enjoy it. So, and you're going to enjoy it because I'm sitting down. So anyhow, it's, uh, th- these guys, Daniel and Anita, they started a ministry at Word of Life Ecuador 32 years ago. Can we thank God for these guys? 32 years of the ministry, right? And uh, so when I go to Ecuador, I typically go, and he says, hey, brother, you can preach. And so I don't know but three words in Spanish, and I told a few of you them already, all right? So, like, where's the bathroom? That's it. So outside of that, I can't navigate much. But I can preach in English. And then they start, they start Daniel, he can understand English, and he can speak it, but when he preaches, he likes to preach in, in uh, Spanish better if he can. So his daughter, Priscilla, is going to translate for you. And, uh, for, uh, and, and you'll be very thrilled that they are translating. It's a powerful message this morning, and I thank God that they're here. They came in for uh, uh, Word of Life, brings all their directors from the countries around the world together. So they were in Tampa, and he said, do you mind if I hop a plane and come see you? I said, come on up, man. We'll always have a good time when he's in town. So would you welcome Daniel and Anita Gonzalez and Priscilla. Thank you, Pastor. Good morning. Buenos dias. Yeah? <laughs> you understand. <laughs> okay, it's a pleasure to be here because, you know, we travel, missionaries travel. We travel in Ecuador, no? visiting different people. I have uh, the real feeling what is the family of God, the body of Christ. And because sometimes we stay in the mountains, with poncho, it's cold there in the beach, sometimes with people there in the jungle. In the city, uh, we came to prove how great, how good is God, because we have sisters, we have brothers around the country, but also we have a family here. But, you know, in the family you have a favorite brothers or sisters, and this church is a favorite, there's a special people here. I want to say thank you. Thank you for be part in our life. 
a veces alto la voz. Sometimes my voice is really high. Y a veces más despacio. And sometimes it's low. Pero es la palabra de Dios la que te tiene que hablar. But it's the word of God that needs to Así speak vamos a orar para que Dios nos hable en esta mañana. So we're going to pray for the Lord to speak no to vamos us this a hacer morning. una larga oración. Not going to pray very long. Cierra tus ojos ahí donde estás. Close your eyes. Dios háblanos en esta mañana. Lord, speak to us this morning. Usa tu palabra. Use your word. Te lo rogamos en Cristo Jesús. We ask for this in your name. Amén. Amen. Muy bien. ¿Tienes tu Biblia? You have your Bible? O tu dispositivo? Or your phone? En mi iglesia nadie usa la Biblia real. Todos in, tienen eso. Yo no sé si están en el Facebook o están en la Biblia. Nobody has a hard copy at church, so I don't know if they're on Facebook or reading the Bible. <laughs> Pero vamos a abrir la Biblia. Quiero compartir con ustedes un mensaje en el Salmo 62. Estamos pensando en cómo Dios trabaja en nuestras vidas. Y Él es el alfarero. Y tú y yo somos el barro. Y bueno, ya el pastor lo dijo. Lo hace con sus manos. Así que que él trabaja en nuestras vidas. Aún cuando nosotros no nos damos cuenta, a veces estamos enojados porque a veces aprieta un poquito. Pero todo se trata de una sola palabra. Y este Salmo lo dice. Se trata de confiar. It's about trusting. Y hoy quisiera pensar en esas lecciones que este Salmo 62 en el versículo 8 nos da. So today I want to talk about those lessons that Psalm 62:8 gives us. And it says, trust in him at all times, people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Mm, Otra vez. Again. <laughs> Psalm 62:8. Trust in him at all times, people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. Confiar en Dios. Trust in God. Y la foto anterior. The picture before. Está Anita ya. Vamos a ver esa foto, ¿no? Anita's right there. Y está ahí en un volcán. There's a volcano bueno, behind her. Ecuador tiene muchas cosas. Ecuador has a lot of things. Y tenemos volcanes. Lots of volcanoes. Pero a veces no se ven. But sometimes you can't see them. Están tapados por las nubes. They're covered with the clouds. Yo no sé si a veces tú no te das cuenta que hay cosas en tu vida no se ven así que que nosotros bueno, voy a dejar que Anita cuente la historia porque ella es la protagonista hace unos cuatro años About four years ago, eh, unos amigos misioneros vinieron para ir a la selva con nosotros y teníamos un viaje largo así que teníamos que parar para dormir habíamos alquilado un lugar muy muy bonito ahí en medio de la montaña pero cuando llegamos mi amiga me dice <laughs> But when we got there, my friend looked at me and said, um, "Is that normal?" And I turned around and saw the volcano, and I had no idea that it was active. So I, so I looked at Daniel and I said, "What do we do now? It's active. It's exploding." So you could hear the volcano exploding and the ground was shaking. 
Así que Daniel le preguntó a la señora del hotel. So Daniel talked to the people at the Digo, hotel. Está bien lo que está pasando. He said, estamos seguros. Are we safe? Is everything okay? Y dijo, sí, tranquilo, no hay problema. I said, oh yeah, no worries, everything's fine. Pero el volcán estaba sacando eh, humo. But the volcano was smoking. Y la señora le dijo, bueno, si no creen, pregúntenle a los hombres que están comiendo ahí al lado de ustedes. Uh, and so she said, well, if you don't believe me, just go ask those men sitting at that table Éramos over there. los únicos que estábamos en el hotel, nosotros y ellos. It was just us and them at the hotel. Y ella dijo, esos son los vulcanólogos, así que ellos deben saber algo. They're, they are the volcano experts, so I bet they know, they know así something. Así que estos hombres le dijeron a Daniel, ¿ustedes creen en Dios? So these men looked at Daniel and said, well, do you believe in God? Uh, sí. And he said, yeah, I do. Seguros. And he said, well, then you're safe. You're fine. <laughs> Pero ellos no se quedaron a dormir. Ellos se fueron en la noche y nosotros nos quedamos solos. But they did not stay that night. They left and oh. we stayed over. Así que lo único que nos tocaba hacer era creer en Dios, confiar so, en Dios. All we had to do that night was trust in God. El tema de confianza es un tema... Nosotros decimos sí que estamos confiando. The topic of trust is something where we can say yes, we are trusting. Pero cuando el agua llega a nuestros pies, But when the water touches our feet, ahí es diferente. It's a little different. Vamos a mirar algunas lecciones en este salmo hoy. We're going to look at a couple lessons in this psalm today. Y en primer lugar, yo quisiera pensar en preguntas. Vamos a preguntarle a este texto en Salmo 62, 8. So we're going to ask questions to the Psalm 62, uh, 8. Vamos a ver la siguiente lámina. So the first question. Y la pregunta es, ¿a quién o en quién podemos confiar? So the question is, who can I trust? Y yo quiero preguntarte a ti, ¿no? So Mírame un momento. He wants actual answers. ¿En quién confías? Who do you trust? ¿En quién confías? Who do you trust? ¿En el gobierno? Do you trust the government? Wow. <laughs> yo creía que solo a mí me pasaba. Oh, I thought that only happened to me. ¿Confías en los aviones? Do you trust planes? ¿O en los pilotos de los aviones? Or the pilot that's flying that plane? Eh, a veces me ha pasado allí que llego y bueno, estamos por despegar. I've had times where we're about to take off. Miro para este lado y está negro. And I look Puro. over to my left side and everything is completely dark. Y acá está bien, pero de este lado está eso. And on the other side it's y el piloto fine. comienza a hablar. And the pilot starts talking. Yo no entiendo bien lo que dice. And I don't understand what they're saying. Por ahí dice, bueno, una tormenta. tormenta. So all I can hear ahí sometimes is a storm. Eh, rayos. Lightning. Y despega. But they take off. <laughs> y yo veo cada vez más cerca los rayos. And I keep seeing the lightning get closer and closer. Y el avión comienza a moverse mucho. And then the airplane starts shaking digo, a lot. Dobla a la derecha and que I está keep mejor. thinking, just turn right, it's fine on that side. Pero él es el que maneja el avión. But he's the one flying it. No sé si a ustedes les pasa eso con Dios. I don't know if you have had that with God. ¿Quieres decirle a Dios cómo tiene que hacer las cosas? Where you want to tell God how to eh, do things. Como vimos recién del alfarero. Just like we saw with the potter. A veces creemos que sabemos más. Sometimes we think we Esto know no more. Esto no porque duele. Not this because it hurts. Esto sí porque está mejor. But this looks better. Pero hay lecciones que no se aprenden fáciles. But there's lessons that you can't learn easily. Eso se aprende en el problema, en medio de la tempestad. There's lessons that you learn in the middle of the storm. Así que, que tenemos que confiar en los aviones. So we got to trust in planes. Ahí en la foto estamos con Roger y Deb. In that picture with Roger and Deb. Este no era un avión grande. This was not a big plane. Un pequeño avión. It's a little, little plane. Así que, que era cinco pasajeros. Five people. 
despega takes off. y ellos me preguntan todo bien acá, ¿no? And they asked, Everything's safe, right? Sí, tranquilo, no hay problema. And I said, yeah, it's fine. Eh, seguro que estamos bien, ¿no? Roger said, you're sure we're safe. Y de vuelta, no, sí, sí, estamos bien. And I said, yeah, yeah, we're, we're okay. Cuando te pregunta muchas veces, when somebody asks you something repeatedly, tú comienzas a dudar también. Then you start questioning it as well. Estaremos bien. Are we safe? <laughs> bueno, God, Dios, podemos confiar en ti. Well, God, we can trust in you. Eh, lo único es mirar hacia arriba. The only thing we can do is look Puede up. ser que el gobierno esté mal. It can be that the government is not doing well. La inflación. Inflation. No, ustedes acá no tienen esos problemas. Y'all don't have inflation here, right? Yo les puedo hablar mucho de eso. Tengo mucha experiencia. I have a lot of experience. Que vas a comprar al supermercado. You go to the supermarket. Y ayer valía 10. And yesterday was 10. Y hoy vale 12. Today's 12. Mañana 15. Tomorrow 15. Y bueno, y puede ir muy arriba. And then it can get more expensive. Ustedes no les pasa eso. Y'all don't have that, right? Están tranquilos. You're, you're fine. Pero bueno, ¿en quién hay que confiar? But who do we trust? ¿En quién confía? Who do you trust? Confiamos en el Señor, en Dios. We trust in God. Así que que... La primera lección, so the first lesson, confiar en Dios. Trust in God. La segunda, Second, ¿cuándo? When. ¿Cuándo confiar en Dios? When do we trust in God? Eh, cuando, cuando es una pregunta que, que nos lleva a pensar en que uno tiene que estar preparado. ¿Cuándo? Tenemos que estar preparados. We need to be prepared. Eh, la preparación a veces, eh, yo viajo mucho con un bus. I travel a lot on that bus. Llevamos los chicos. We take the students. Eh, vamos a un viaje misionero. Go on mission trips. Preparamos el bus, que esté bien la mecánica. We make sure that everything's fine with the bus. Eh, también preparamos lo que vamos a hacer. We prepare what we're gonna do. Dónde vamos a parar. Where we're gonna stop. Qué van a comer, porque los chicos comen bien. What they're gonna eat, they eat a lot. Así que hay que estar preparado. So we have to be prepared. Pero siempre vienen cosas inesperadas. But often we have things that we don't expect. Hace años atrás estábamos allá yendo a Colombia, al país vecino. A few years ago we were going to Colombia, our neighbor country. Habíamos preparado todo. We prepared everything. Dos días de viaje. Two days of travel. Así que, que iba a manejar muchas horas. So I was going to drive a lot of hours. Tenía mate. I had my mate. Es una bebida que toman en Argentina. It's my Argentine drink. No es droga, eh. It's not drugs. Pero... Tiene cafeína, te ayuda a estar despierto. It has a lot of caffeine. Es el café de Argentina. It's the equivalent to coffee in Argentina. <laughs> Así que, que estábamos todos listos. So we were all ready. Pero nos dicen, miren que en, en el camino van a cruzar una zona donde hay guerrilla. Uh, but somebody told me, watch out, because you're going to drive through a zone where the guerrillas um, are at. Y ahí cambió todo. And everything changed. Cuando vos te enteras de algo que va a pasar o que puede pasar, when, eh, puede sacarte el sueño. Así que, que los días antes yo estaba durmiendo y me soñaba so a few days before, I kept que no paraba la guerrilla. That the us. Y yo, ¿qué les digo? Yo soy amigo de Che Guevara. I'm with che Guevara. Era argentino. Ese. <laughs> Pero el sueño me hacía sudar. Y no resolvía. Tenía más dudas. I had more y lo único que puedes hacer es mirar arriba. Trust in him all the times. Confía en él todo el tiempo. <laughs> 
¿Cuándo es más fácil confiar? When is it easier to trust? Cuando todo va bien. When everything's going fine. O cuando todo está mal. Or when everything's going wrong. ¿Cuándo aprendes más? When do you learn more? Cuando están los problemas o cuando no hay problemas. When there's problems or where everything's fine. Saben, cuando hay problemas y hay ansiedad. You know when there's problems and there's anxiety. Y puede llegar la desesperación. And you can get to a desperate state. Eso hace un puente. That creates a bridge. A la oración. To prayer. Porque no hay otra cosa que hacer. Because there's nothing else you can do. La oración. Prayer. Y la oración me lleva directo a él. And prayer takes me straight to him. Y cuando estoy con él puedo derramar mi vida. And when I'm with him I can pour my life. Así que cuando confiar. So when do we trust? Todo el tiempo. All the time. Tercera lección. Third lesson. ¿Cómo expresar mi gratitud? How do I express my trust? Dice el Salmo. Uh, the Psalm says, You people, pour out your hearts before him. Nosotros somos el pueblo de Dios. We are the people of God. Y cuando uno piensa cómo enfrentamos nuestros temores. When we think about how we uh, confront our fears. ¿Cuál es la manera de expresar que sí estoy confiando? What is the way in which I show that I am trusting? Es darle aquello que me pone inquieto. Is giving him what makes me anxious. ¿Dónde radica tu inseguridad? Where are your insecurities? ¿Dónde está tu preocupación? Where is your worry? ¿Dónde está lo que te causa ansiedad Where is what's keeping you anxious? en el corazón in your heart. y acá dice este versículo que pongamos delante de él el corazón él es el único cable a tierra He is the only cable to earth. que puede descargar toda esa energía que la ansiedad provoca porque yo no sé ustedes Because I don't know about you. Pero yo siempre estoy ocupado. But I'm always busy. Dice, pero tenés que descansar. But you have to rest. Sí, pero estoy preocupado. I know, but I am worried. Porque mañana. Because tomorrow. Porque pasado. Because the day after tomorrow. Tengo que estar haciendo lo que va a venir. I have to do the things that are coming. Quiero tener todo bajo control. I have to have everything under control. Pero lo único que logro. But the only thing I achieve. Es no dormir. Is not sleep y perderme la oportunidad de tener el día de hoy y vivir cada minuto como Dios quiere que yo viva preocupación me roba todo ¿cómo lo hago? la Biblia dice en el eh, proverbio dame hijo mío tu corazón Dame, hijo mío, tu corazón. Con toda la ansiedad. Con toda la desesperación. Con toda la inseguridad de lo que viene en el futuro. Dame. Y cuando está en las manos de Dios, va a estar seguro. Ahí es el lugar donde debe estar mi corazón. Así que, que aprendemos a, a ver cómo. Pero la última lección. Now the last lesson Ahora es por qué. Is why. ¿Por qué confiar en Dios? Why trust in God? ¿Por qué confiar en este Dios? Why trust in this God? Y la Biblia dice allí en el Salmo 8 que Él es nuestro refugio. Refugio. Refuge. Un lugar seguro. A safe place. Yo pienso en esto. Hace tiempo estaba con mi, la mamá de mi cuñado. I think about this when I was with the mom of my brother-in-law. Y ella es italiana. She's Italian. Y ella vivió cuando era chica la guerra. 
siempre que vamos nos hace ravioles. So every time we go, she makes ravioli for us. No, es espectacular como cocina. Delicious. Y, pero también me cuenta la historia de la guerra. But she tells me all the stories about war. Y, y me dice cuando sonaban las sirenas. And she says that when the sirens, uh, the bells rang, Teníamos que correr. We had to run a los lugares seguros, al refugio. To the refuge. Y, y yo era chiquita, dice. And I was very y a veces me, me levantaban porque corrían. And sometimes they would just grab me by my clothes so they'd run. And they just ahí. carry me by my clothes so we got there. Pero una vez no llegamos al refugio. But one time we didn't make it. pusimos debajo de un puente. So we went under a bridge. Y pasaron los aviones. And, and all the planes went by. Continuando. Uh, and they were throwing bombs. Y Dios nos protegió. Pero no llegamos al refugio. El refugio es el lugar donde podés estar seguro. Y, y, y debemos estar allí. La familia que está tiene su historia. Él es mi dentista, Eduardo. Eduardo, he's on the far left, he's my dentist. Y Eliana, su esposa. Eliana, in the picture, is Son nuevos en la fe. They're new to the faith. Veníamos compartiendo el evangelio con ellos hacía mucho tiempo. We had been sharing the gospel with them for many years. Hasta que recibieron a Cristo. Until they became believers. Pero no sé por qué a veces cuando están en esos primeros pasos. But I don't know why sometimes when they're in those first believing steps. Tienen los problemas. They have trials. Así que que ella tuvo cirugía. So she had surgery. Y en la cirugía el doctor se le fue la mano con el bisturí and during surgery the uh, doctor missed y le hizo un hueco en el intestino and he cut her intestine y fue una infección so she had a massive infection así que ella se complicó she had complications y tuvieron que entubarle uh, they had to intubate dormirla they sedated y la llevaron ahí a terapia intensiva and they took her to intensive care así que que estábamos ahí dándole ánimo Eduardo Dios puede hacerlo vamos a confiar so we were with Eduardo just telling him we can trust in God he can do it primer día first day segundo second primer semana first week primer mes first month dos meses two months went by tres meses three months y ahora yo que soy el que se supone que tengo que confiar y tener fe no sabía más que decir no había más palabras I didn't have any words. porque realmente yo mismo comencé a estar en una crisis Because even I was in crisis now. pero Dios hace las cosas But God does things. uno de esos días One of those days, un, eh, lo llamo y le digo ¿cómo estamos? I called him to check in on him and ask how we were doing. And he said, me dijo que no hay he said, it's terrible. The doctor said, there's no more hope. Así que que me fui a verlo. So I drove out to see him. Pero llego, But when I got there, de otra he was completely Así different. Pasó? So I asked him what, what happened. Daniel, no sabes. And he said, Daniel, you have no Yo idea. Ahí en la I was in the room with her just being there. Y vino un y orar por ella. And this man came over and asked if he could pray for her. Yo no sé quién era. I have no idea who he was. Se no era un His name was Carlos. He y, wasn't a doctor. Nobody knew him. Él oró por ella. And he prayed over her. Y después de eso, and after that, ella empezó a mejorar. She got better. Y estaba mejor. Y el doctor le llamó y le dijo, eh, no sé qué pasó, and pero he, ella está co respirando como un turbo. And the doctor called and said, I don't know what changed, but she is breathing turbo mode. <laughs> y saben qué, se empezó a salir. And she came out of it. Cuatro meses. She was asleep for four months. Y salió. But she came out of it. Y bueno, ahí la ven. And you can see her there. Fuimos a visitarle. We went and visited with her. Oren. 
justo en ese momento le iban a hacer la última cirugía para reconectarle todo at that moment she was going to have a final surgery to reconnect everything that they'd messed up te imaginas el estrés de ella de volver a dormirla y sabiendo lo que había pasado can you imagine the anxiety that she had going back to sleep knowing what happened ¿Qué había en el corazón de Eduardo y de Emilia y de Joaquín, sus hijos? Pero Dios lo hizo, salió adelante. They had trust in God and they, she came out. Y yo les había dicho, me gustaría que se bauticen. Y ella dijo, después de la cirugía. Said, surgery, y ella ya está lista y ahora en junio vamos a bautizar a los cuatro allí en el mismo momento. And she's ready now and, uh, June, we're going to baptize the whole family. Dios es bueno. God is good. Podemos confiar en él. We can trust in him. Y Dios es nuestro refugio. God is our refuge. Es el único lugar donde podemos estar bien. He's the only place Dice where we can Hebreos be capítulo 13 verso 5. Uh, Hebrews 13 verse 5 says porque Él dijo, no te dejaré ni te desampararé. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Esta es una gran seguridad, es una de las grandes promesas. One of the we have. También Romanos 8. Then Romans 8. ¿Qué nos podrá separar del amor de Dios? What can take us apart from the love of God? La vida, Life, la muerte, death, lo alto, high, lo profundo, high, below, los principados, las potestades. Ninguna cosa creada nos podrá separar del amor de Dios que es en Cristo Jesús. No es una promesa maravillosa. Primera de Pedro capítulo 5 verso 10. Eh, él va a veces dejar que algo pase una prueba. Prueba como a fuego. Como a oro. Like gold. Pero dice ahí que luego nos va a perfeccionar, establecer, fortalecer. Us. Esa es la tarea de Dios. That's the job of God. Dios está trabajando en cada uno. He's working in every one of us. Yo no sé lo que está pasando en tu vida. I don't know what's going on in your pero life. Sí sé lo que está haciendo conmigo. But I know what he's doing with me. Con nosotros. With us. Dios está trabajando. God is working. Y lo hará perfectamente. And he will do it to perfection. El Proverbio capítulo 18 verso 10 dice. Proverbs 18:10 says, "The name of the Lord is a strong tower; the righteous run to him and are safe." Correr hacia el lugar seguro. Run to the safe place. Yo no sé dónde estás. I don't know where you are. Está fuera del del lugar seguro. Are you outside of the safe place? Si no tienes a Cristo, necesitas venir a Él. If you don't have Christ, you need to come él es to el him. único que puede salvar. He's the only one who can save you. Pero si eres un hijo de Dios y quizás estabas lejos de Él, quizás hoy es el día que tienes que venir a Él. Maybe today is the day that you need to come a Él back. correrá el justo to him the righteous will run y estará seguro. And will be safe. Vamos a orar. Let's pray. Gracias Dios por este tiempo. Thanks, Lord, for this time. Te ruego por mis hermanos y hermanas aquí. I plead for my brothers and sisters por here. esa tarea de Dios en sus vidas. For that work that you're doing que a veces in their no lives. entendemos. That sometimes we don't understand. Ayúdales a entender. Help them understand. Y te ruego por los que no te conocen. I pray for those that don't know you. Para que vengan a ti. That they would come to you. En el nombre de Jesús. Oramos. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor Ken. Quiero dar gracias, por último, Last a la iglesia por todo lo que hacen por nosotros. Dios los bendiga. God bless you. Gracias.
We, uh, we want to thank Daniel and Anita, I'll tell you what, and Priscilla. Thank you, especially Priscilla. We, would be, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have gotten anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, good. I, for, I forget something. Conf- we, conf- I, we trust in God. I need to talk personally. I came to see. We trust in God. But sometimes you, you start to be in trouble with trusting. I called her before we knew we coming here. I say, hey, baby, I go to there. I want to see you. She li- live in Ohio. It's four hours, five hours. From here. I say, Friday, I came to ask the pastor, Ken, the car, I want to drive to you. Not that. I am working. Okay, okay. Maybe Monday. No, no, that. I can't do that. Yeah, I was so sad. She was, don't love me. She don't love me. She came to see me. But when we arrived, we were with Mark in the pizza place with Pastor Ken. And she was there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Everybody knows. Know us. And sometimes God knows everything. We sometimes don't know, but he has a good thing for us. Amen. You know, these guys have uh, been a life of transformation. Uh, you know, we've heard Daniel tell his story before, how he came to Christ, and uh, just how he's, he's a new man, he's a new creature in Christ, and uh, what God has done in their life. Uh, Pr- uh, Priscilla, you're Priscilla. <laughs> Anita, uh, Anita was, thought she was going to be a missionary in Colombia, not Ecuador. As a matter of fact, she started as a missionary in Colombia with her husband who became a martyr in the, in the jungles of Colombia. And then uh, she came out of the jungle after he passed, and she went on to Argentina, back to Argentina where there's a Bible Institute, where Life Bible Institute, and Romeo just happened to be there. So, you know, so God used that, and uh, love makes the world go round, all right? So, and God placed them together, and then, uh, and then they started their ministry. They went 32 years ago to Ecuador. There was no ministry of Word of Life in Ecuador. They went in there. They were pioneers. They said, let's start a work for God. And so they struggled, they prayed, they asked, they begged God for provision, and they went in there and they did that. God gave them two wonderful children, Priscilla, one of them, and then they have a son, Esteban. Uh, He's living in Mexico with his wife, down in Mexico with him and his wife and their baby. So uh, we thank God for them. And, you know, that was 32 years ago. And when you look at Daniel, this is going to surprise you. Daniel is 65 years old. I want... I need some of that Ecuadorian blood, all right? So give, give me some. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me some of that. Okay. Yeah, the Latin blood. I need the Latin blood, all right? So 65 years old, and uh, Word of Life says now as, a, as the director, it's time for you to make the transition of leadership to the next generation. So he's, a, he's about ready to go through this transition, and I want to encourage you to pray for him. As uh, they transition leadership to the next generation, he will still be a part of Word of Life. He is, uh, that's his home forever. They, they will love him and, and allow him to, uh, they'll allow him to eat dinner there every now and then, I guess, right? But that, <laughs> they will allow him to be a part of that, and he'll be supporting the next vision of the next generation. Uh, we went through a similar transition here with myself and Pastor John, who was a lifelong Gave his life there. And so Daniel's going to be going through that. I want you to pray for them as they go through that transition. In a few weeks, they're going to have this big celebration. But uh, what he spoke to you today, he's in the middle of right now. He's in the middle of trusting the Lord 
for his next step, for his next provision. So I want to encourage you this morning uh, to... Uh, to seek the Lord and to respond to the Lord. Let's thank God for Daniel, Anita, and Priscilla. God bless you guys. God bless you. So uh, as, we, as we close today, we're going to stand and sing a song in just a moment. I want to give you an opportunity. Many people have asked, hey, how can I help Daniel? I'd like to support him along the journey. He's got a lot of expenses that are coming up just as he transitions into this new phase. And uh, if you'd like to help him, you can take one of the offering envelopes, put your gift in there, just write Ecuador on there, put it in the offering box as you leave, and we will uh, give that directly to Daniel before he leaves. He's leaving tomorrow, and so we will help him with that support. But uh, I want to thank you for being a generous church. I want to thank you for being a, a wonderful church family. I'm so thankful for our extended family in Ecuador. We are planning another missions trip, looking forward into next summer at this point, uh, into next year. So within the next year, we'll be heading to Ecuador. And I want you to begin to pray about maybe God would have you to go to Ecuador uh, and just uh, see what God is doing over there in Ecuador. I know we've taken many, many people through the years and their lives have been transformed so i want to encourage you to begin to pray about that and i'm going to we're trying to get a little trip where just a few of us go down and scope it out at post pandemic now we want to make sure that it's the real deal you know because after the pandemic everything's changed a little bit around our world but i want to i want to challenge you i want to challenge our young people i want to challenge our old people i want to challenge all people let's uh, see what god will do amen let's uh, let's pray and then we'll sing together father god i pray you'll be with us Thank you for the message that Daniel Gonzalez gave to us, Lord. I pray that you'll continue to use his heart, Lord. Use his ministry, God, as he reaches, seeking to reach the next generation. Lord, I pray for our church family here. God, there's somebody in this room today that may need to, to trust you. And with our heads bowed and eyes closed this morning, if that's you, if you say, Pastor Ken, I need to trust Jesus. I need to start this trust relationship with Jesus. Would you just call on him and tell him that right now? Just pray something like this to him. Say, Dear God, I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. And I'm willing to trust you right now with my heart, my soul, my eternity. You died on the cross. You paid for my sin. You rose again. And I trust you with my eternal status. I trust you with my life. I invite you into my heart and soul right now. And for others in this room, maybe God's been, maybe God used something that Daniel said. Maybe you've just seen the hand of God, the, the potter's been working in your life, but it's been painful. It's been overwhelming at times. And right now, maybe you're going through something that's really heavy. And as Daniel shared, run to the strong tower, run to him. He'll transform your life in the midst of these moments. And remember that His hand is the one who's working. God's hand is there. And you can trust Him. Father God, be with each of us as we respond to You. Thank You for Your Word, Your mission, Lord, what You've done for us. In Your name we pray. Amen. Let's stand together as we sing Jesus Messiah, our closing song today.
chill blows away and bonfire fire warms my heart under the night sky i'm drifting off in the deep of the valley your presence surrounds me the crickets sing and trees ring and i want to let you know Can't fully come. 